Greetings and salutations, everyone. This is the Lighten Up Brother podcast with Fuego Del Sol, and I'm the assassin, AK-47. You know what it's time to do this week? It's time to lighten up, brother. So let's get right into it. Fuego Del Sol, how are we doing this week in wrestling? You know, last week we had a lot of great feedback. You know, this is a positive podcast, and we wanted to give all the great vibes out there. So here we are again, and we're going to start it off with a good topic, a big topic. A lot of people are talking about it. Before we get to that, I just want to say thank you, first of all. Thank you to you, and thank you to all the amazing viewers yes. and listeners. For everybody that tweeted at us, you know, that put us on the Instagram stories, we tried to retweet and repost a ton of them, and we would love for you to do it again this week. Uh, the feedback was great. People would love the positive energy, the positive vibes, and just keeping wrestling fun. And if you enjoy it, make sure you share this with your wrestling friends and all your favorite wrestling places we appreciate you. Now let's get started talking about the fun stuff in wrestling this week here yes. on the Lighten Up Brother Pod. It's another thing. I want to get that hashtag Lighten Up Bro Pod. Hashtag that, that's Lighten a good hashtag. Up Bro Pod. I like it. That's Simple enough, hashtag. Bro Pod at the end. because this is. I want to see pod. it all on the Twitter feeds, the timelines, your Instas, all of it. Put it down. Put it down. Comment. What are we starting with this week? We're going to start with big topic this week. A lot of people have a lot of opinions about it. We got started off with Jay Uso and Cody Rose losing the tag team titles. And uh, what do you think about that, Fuego? Well, first off, first off, before we get to them losing the titles, I yeah. want to say, you know, they win the titles at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last week. We saw them uh, then a turnaround and immediately defend the titles against Kevin right. Owens and Sami Zayn on Monday Night Raw. Then Friday Night SmackDown hits. They defend the belts again. Against Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, fun matchup. Great we fun get match. The, we get the Cody Cutter into the one D. We get the crossroads for the win, and then after the match, Jesus, I'm burping over here. Yeah, and then good. after the match, after the match, we get Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes in a stare down. Love it. The match that we got earlier this year at WrestleMania. Could this be the main event? Of WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, we that get the rematch of all rematches with Cody Rhodes and Ooh. Roman Reigns. Ooh, mm. we cooking. That's spicy. Cooking. Oh. It is. And then like now, it. now we already knew. We knew a week prior they had to get a rematch. Judgment Day had to get a rematch with Cody and Jay. And what did we get? We got Jimmy Uso. Mm-hmm. Super kicking his brother in the face and helping oh. the Judgment Day regain the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions, making them two-time, two-time. Everybody in their group now is a two-time, two-time. Two times, twice. You know what I'm saying? I just, uh, a lot of people, you're right. A lot of people are upset. They only had an eight-day reign, Cody mm-hmm. and Jay. However, I feel like this injected the life back into the bloodline storyline since SummerSlam, since Roman said, Hey, I've, uh, I've given you a ton of great content. I'm going to take my vacation. And now uh, took his ball and went on home. We haven't had a real, a, the bloodline story has been lacking. It was the hottest thing in wrestling all year, last year, all the way up until pretty much SummerSlam this year. And since Roman has took his hiatus, it's fallen mm-hmm. off. And what did we get? We got an injection of life, allowing Cody Rhodes 
and Jay Uso to win the titles at Fastlane allowed them to go to SmackDown. It just so happened Roman Reigns shows back up that same night. We get the stare downs. We get the back and forths. We get an injection of life into this rivalry. Jimmy and Jay now is reignited. We want to see that singles match. Cody and Roman now reignited. We want to see that singles match. Uh, and the Judgment Day regaining the titles. It redominates them as the best faction right now in wrestling. And that faction did not start off hot. So to see them mm-hmm. take over and reclaim all of this is pretty damn cool. It's pretty damn yeah. cool. I, uh, I'm, I, I I like it. I like it. It was it was an interesting twist to the story. And though mm-hmm. that twist did not last long, it did enough for me that makes me excited about the future of the Bloodline storyline. Jimmy and Jay, Cody right. Rhodes, all the way. Could this have been the first? Bread crumbs to lead us all the way to WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. Could be very possible. And I'll just to touch on that, like you said, it's like a good spark of life that uh that the bloodline storyline very very much needed. And that stare down was just it's just chef's kiss because like oh my god, like gives you goosebumps, and uh, I love it. And um, is that all you gotta say about that? You want to move on or you want to keep going? Um, you know, we talked about the. I want to talk about the match as well. It was yeah, really, match, really yeah, good sure. on Raw. It was uh, great. The, the Cody taking that razor's edge through the table. I know it was rough. I know firsthand because yeah. I guess I'm going to announce this. This is a, a Lighten Up Brother Pod exclusive. I was backstage exclusive. at both SmackDown and Raw this week, uh, you know, visiting Say some what? friends, doing some scheming. Uh, nothing <laughs> official to announce or anything, but they were in Oklahoma and I was mm-hmm. backstage. And That's so awesome. it was cool to catch up with Cody Rhodes. You know, I got to see his luxury tour bus. Incredible. Uh, and just catch up with my uh, old pal, Cody. Uh, he won't call us friends, but we're <laughs> friends. Um, That's great. I love that. Absolutely. And so just to see him put all the hard work that he's putting in, he's trying to become the guy. He wants to be the quarterback, and I could see it. I can see him taking that title off of Roman at WrestleMania 40, and I'm excited about it. So. <sighs> And just Man. like the crowds, the crowds have been incredible. And I think Cody the is a big part is. of that. He's selling the most merch out of anybody. I know that because he sent me the numbers to my own phone. So that's a <laughs> fact, brother. Uh, yes. And and the and and the whole the whole business in the WWE side seems like it's up right now, and I'm happy about that. That's awesome. Uh, just to touch on that, just a little bit more. If we get Cody actually beating Roman this time at WrestleMania, it's going to be. Well, we won it last year, of course, but it's going to feel even much more, I feel like, having that year to sit with it, him winning the tag belts, then that stare down leading up. If that is what's going to happen, I'm very, very excited to see it all go down. But before we get to that, we got something else to talk about, and oh. that is your GOAT, Fuego Del Sol, Brian Danielson versus Christian Cage. What do you got? He's the GOAT! He's the GOAT! I'm just going to reiterate it once more. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Brother, I got goosebumps. I got goosies all up and down my spine when I saw that match announcement after he won last week. He beat Swerve, Christian Cage, Brian Danielson, two masters of the craft, two old school veterans that I knew was going to chomp it up. I'm sorry to say this. It's hard for me to watch Collision live. I got a lot of things going on. I'm doing indie wrestling on the weekend. So right, yeah. from, I, I skim through it. I watch the best stuff. I, I look on social media. What's the best thing going? But you bet your ass I planted my ass on that cushion Sunday. 
and I meticulously meticulously studied that matchup. Incredible. He's the GOAT. Ricky Starks come in, screwed Mm -hmm. over the GOAT from winning the TNT title. Christian's reign continues. You know, he's my father. He's your father. He's everyone's father. And, uh, you know, they they put on a a really good match. You know, could it be the match of the week? I don't know. You have to stick around to the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, find out what very we choose. That match is up there. New match segment. Week. New segment this week. Match segment of the week coming up. we're going to pick Spoiler every week. Alert. Yes, that's going to be fun. And uh, just to touch on that with uh, Brian Dillinson and Kristen Cage, uh, the psychology of it all, because their minds of like wrestling is so, so good, as we all know. Brian Dillinson, Kristen Cage, one of the greatest, like two of the greatest minds in wrestling. They know how to work a crowd. They know each spot to hit, what to do, when to do it. And it's just... It was so beautiful to watch because they know exactly. They're just masters of the craft. And uh, it's just a pleasure to watch those two go at it. And uh, I'm truly grateful to be alive to watch it. So that was very awesome. Hell yeah. And from one banger of a match to another. Yes. Brother, I'm backstage. I'm watching the monitor. I am watching Gunther versus Bronson Reed. Two big old men. I'll be like Big E. Two big meaty men slapping meat, baby. Love the slaps. Love it. And these two were going to war, dog. I'm talking about lariats. I'm talking about chops. I'm talking about splashes off the top. I'm talking sentons. I'm talking everything. I love the way this match was structured. I love that normally Gunther can be the stalker and the the bigger man and pick his spots. But no, he was – on the defense a little. He was rushing. Yes. He was trying to get to the power bomb too soon. And uh it didn't work out. And that caused Bronson Reed to rush. He usually mm-hmm. hits the Centon before going up for the big tsunami splash. He didn't hit the Centon, missed the splash, possibly led to his downfall. Right. I thought it was crazy to see those two behemoths go all the way up to the very tippy top rope for that top rope wild. superplex. That was crazy. Right. Up the uh, top. Another contender for match of the week, Gunther versus Bronson Reed. We got to talk more about Gunther. That dude is an animal, man. He is so good. And like you said, the storytelling with the rushing and like, you know, we don't usually see Gunther in this situation. So it was a fresh take of one of his matches. And you can just tell his growth and like he's still growing. And it's crazy to think because he's so good as it is right now, but he's getting even better and better each week. I'm just so so happy for the man, and uh, like you said, it was a brawl, and I loved it. It was so good. That man's in his bag right now, dog. I don't know. He's maybe big, pound for big. pound, pound for pound, the most consistent yes, wrestler on sure. the roster right now, the most fun. He doesn't miss. Is he having the best matches? Is he having the best matches in all of WWE? I would, it's hard to argue against it. It's hard, hard to argue. argue against Gunther. I, I, I love it. Putting him in a match on TV every week. We've had the, the <laughs> battles with, with Chad Gable. We've had the match with Tommaso Ciampa. We mm-hmm. got Bronson Reed this week. Give me more because I am eating good. I want yes. to turn on Raw and watch Gunther every week defend that Intercontinental title. Hell yeah. Yeah, simple as it is. Gunther, he doesn't miss. Now, let's get on to uh, Kevin Owens. Got to talk about old Kevin. Yeah, that, that kind of leads into multiple topics here, right? Yes, it does. So this, this kind of this leads into what we saw on SmackDown which then the reaction to that on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Kevin Owens, we all knew when Jey Uso, when when somehow 
Cody Rhodes got his old EVP powers back and somehow managed to get Jey Uso over to Raw. Now we see the repercussions of that because now Kevin Owens goes to SmackDown, splitting Mm -hmm. up the tag team of Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And it was kind of sad to see. We didn't have like a big breakup or like anything particular happen to split them up. You know, they lose the tag team championships. They mm-hmm. lose their rematch for the titles. They lose to Ken- to Cody and Jay on Raw last week, and it seems like, you know, that brotherhood that was form- reformed and-, and and took over the night one of WrestleMania main event. It kind of it feels it feels a little sad, you know. Uh, who announced that? The brand new general manager of Friday Night SmackDown, Nick Aldis, former NWA champion, former. TNA and Impact Star now working backstage not only as a producer for WWE but now the on-screen general manager. Uh, he, you know, I think for fans unaware, he's he's had a decorated wrestling past. But then he comes in, he nails his line. He goes right up to Dominic Mysterio. He says, "Dominic, I'm a huge fan of your dad," and then <laughs> nails so the pointy. line right. Exactly, yeah, so, so good. And introduces KO to the show, which leads right in to the next topic, which on Monday Night Raw, we saw Sami Zayn start the show and say, hey, even though he's sad, he's excited for a singles future because he wants to prove that he can be a world heavyweight champion. Something we all think we do, but I believe Sami's got it. I believe it too. However, I don't know if he's ever going to be as hot as he was in in March, you know, when he wrestled Roman for the title after the bloodline blows up. Can he regain that momentum? I hope so. As something I, I, he can. I can't wait to see. You know, I never would doubt him in the ring. We haven't get seen we haven't seen him really in singles matches in a hot minute, anyways. I can't wait to see what he cooks up. Uh, which leads in to who challenged him next week on Raw. Before I get to the challenge, let's talk about Drew McIntyre. Clear as day, he's setting his sights on the world heavyweight championship with Seth Rollins one on one. Clear as day, though. I've, it's been it's been a long time on WWE since we've seen a slow burn of a hill turn like this, and mm-hmm. it's got me intrigued because he's justified in everything he he says. We touched on it last week on the pod, and to reiterate it to this week, you know he's still upset about everybody just welcoming Jay Uso back in with open open arms. He's still upset about all the things the Bloodline did to him. He talked about winning the main event of WrestleMania in front of no one and during the pandemic. He talked about finally recapturing that momentum at Clash of the Castle last year mm-hmm. before it got robbed of him by Solo Sokoa and the Bloodline. And he's justified in everything he says. However, I love I love Seth Rollins' rebuttal to that promo of saying, sounds like a lot of excu- excuses. Sounds like you need to get over it. Sounds <laughs> like once I beat you at Crown Jewel, you'll finally have something that you can't make excuses about. And maybe you need Mm. that, Drew. Oh, Mm. baby. Now now we're cooking with hot grease. I can't wait to watch Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel. Typical Seth Rollins hitting right in the spot where he needed it and like it just adds more attention to the match coming up. And Seth Rollins is so good at doing that. It's adding tension to the match. And I am so excited to see that. And, like, you know, Drew McIntyre, like you said, piggybacking off you, justified, of course. 
the crowd was even cheering him. The crowd yeah. was cheering the words he was saying. They, he's they're like, they're still behind him. He hasn't fully made the turn or the shift to mm -hmm. being it's, hated. It's, it's so close. It's very slow. It's such a slow burn. And like yeah. that, it was all baby faces that he was mm -hmm. saying. It was all good guy stuff. Then later on in the night, in a different segment, he confronts Sami Zayn. He mm. says, Sami, you know, maybe you caused this. See what happened? Jay mm. Uso comes over here, you lose your tag team partner. How do you feel? And then Sammy rebuttals and says, hey, I'm trying to be a world champion. What does Drew say? Well, Sam, Sammy, you should be upset that Kevin Owens left because you're not world heavyweight champion material. Mm. That's a hero thing to say. Yeah, very hero yep. Leads to Sammy making the challenge. Find out just how world just, just how world champion material I am when I beat you next week on Raw. Now we got Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre. That's going to be such a great match. I, I, I really believe that's going to be a banger for sure. It feels like Sami needs to win, but do I see Drew McIntyre losing going into Crown Jewel? Hell no. Does he that's win? What makes it interesting. Does he win with something dirty? That's why I'm going yeah. to be tuning in next Monday yeah. night. That's a, that's a good point. He could do that. Went over with us something dirty because when he is, like you said, it's teetering over there to the hillside, and I'm very much excited to see him. But like you said, Sami Zayn, he needs a, he needs a W as well, and uh, prove himself that he can be on that echelon, the world champion. So it's I, I love matches when you really don't know where it's gonna go. And, I said uh, it last week. Wait. I said it last week. That's what best the best wrestling is built on. Give me two top guys, two top yep. stars that both need to win. Well, I don't know who's going to win and give us a good match out of it. And if you give us a good match, that makes a good story. And I cannot exactly. wait to watch that match next week. For sure. So you want to move on to L.A. Knight? Want to talk about L.A.? A.K. Yeah. A.K., let me, let me talk to you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> LA Knight for the dummies that don't know. Listen, first of all, let me just let me just say this, okay? Say it. Everybody, if you're an independent wrestler, if you're a TV wrestler, everybody should have a catchphrase. The catchiest shit in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. If Adam Cole can get Adam Cole, baby. Oh, all he did is add baby to the end of his name. Literally, find something you like saying and say it. Over and over and over and over and over again, and it'll catch on just like yep. LA Knight has caught on. Let me talk to you, dummy. <laughs> yeah, with everybody saying LA Knight, yeah, and it's almost turning into the what chant. They're saying, Yeah, in between every sentence that he says, it's incredible. He has captured. So he has stolen, I should say, the mm. WWE universe over the past six months. He has slowly but surely won them over when WWE maybe weren't going to push him to the moon. He mm -hmm. fought for it, scratched for it, clawed for it. His reactions have been undeniable. And now we got LA Knight versus Roman Reigns at Crown mm -hmm. Jewel. Yeah, I want speaking on LA Knight, I have like a fun little thing because uh, I have a friend who's not really into wrestling that much. He was into wrestling very early on when he was like in you know, elementary school, middle school. He doesn't really keep keep up with it. But I don't know how he knows L.A. Knight. He knows L.A. Knight, and he's even quoting L.A. Knight. So if he's quoting L.A. Knight, then L.A. Knight is doing something something great because, like I said, my friend kind of fell off of wrestling way, way years ago, but now he's coming to me talking to me about L.A. Knight. So, I mean, come on now. 
I had that's, got, that's got to be something. Absolutely. I had a discussion with Cody Rhodes uh, 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 years ago about the te- definition of, in the term of over when someone right. is over. Right. And Cody has a very different definition than most people would. Right. Mm-hmm. Some a lot of people right now would say L.A. Night, one of the most over things on WWE television. But Cody looks at over in a different way. Cody looks at it. Is he a ticket mover? Is he a merch mover? Is he, no matter what he does, can he guarantee a reaction over longs amount of time, right? Someone like Cena is over. Someone like Orton is over. Someone now like Roman is over. Sometimes you get a guy who's got a lot of momentum, who's constantly getting good reactions for a small amount of time. People can say that about me. My first little bit of time in AEW when I got signed, Right before I got signed, I was getting good reactions for three, four, five months at a time. But slowly but surely, because I wasn't being used, the 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 momentum dies down, the crowds die down. You don't keep the loud reactions. And I think is that this is gonna we're gonna find out if LA Knight is truly over or not after this match with Crown Jewel. If he loses to Roman, which unfortunately I think he is. I try not to fantasy book here. I just don't see anybody beating Roman Reigns until WrestleMania. If he loses to Roman Reigns, can he sustain or build off of the reactions he's getting? We saw it with Cody Rhodes. Cody lost at WrestleMania. He has somehow maintained the incredible reactions. The woes are only getting louder in the entrance music. Can LA Knight maintain that? I need to see what he's going to do next. I hope so, because I am enjoying the hell out of watching him, out of seeing him get promo time every week. Uh, Give him a microphone every friday night because he's gonna say something or do something that gets the crowd entertained and i'm all about it and i hope his momentum continues to rise at one time i thought maybe he wins the royal rumble now now that they're Mm -hmm. going to him versus roman so soon who knows who knows what the future holds but i hope i i really do hope the reactions keep going i honestly agree with that and I, i hope so as well i do believe that it will LA Knight just seems like the type of guy that will always get that reaction. Like he he knows his position, and it's gonna be a big test, like you said, because you you know we not we don't want a fancy book, but like you told, you know Roman, we don't see him losing to WrestleMania. So does if LA Knight does lose, does he lose that momentum? I don't think he does. I think he builds off that. I, I think I think he uh, spins it a certain way that's gonna get the crowd even more behind him. So I'm excited to see that. And uh, yeah, you want to move on to another match? We got a uh, Ricochet. And Nakamura, but a great Ricochet match. Ricochet versus, yes, you're right. Very great match. Ricochet versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura, I should say. Um, yeah. I think, for my money, by far the best main roster TV performance that Ricochet's had since he's made it up to the main roster. Damn. I, uh, it was the Ricochet of old. They gave this match a lot of time. It started yep. the show. They had a hot crowd in Oklahoma City. And he busted out all the big guns. There was a lot of fun moments in this match. He's hitting, uh, he's back flipping off the stage, like step up, landing on his feet off the stage. He's hitting springboards and flying all around. They brawl into the gorilla position. He yeah. fucking, he does a, a roll over the back of the, uh, mm-hmm. of the referee and gives Shinsuke a knee. Uh, he give he pops me huge because Shane Helms, formerly known as Hurricane, was mm-hmm. uh, producing the match or doing something with the, with at the timekeeper desk 
And he uh, says, stand back, Hurricane. There's a ricochet coming through. Big pop for that. <laughs> then they yeah. brawl all the way up into the crowd. Huge. all the Far, far up there. He hits a shooting star press off the exit sign onto Shinsuke and all kind of security guards. And it was insane. They replayed Bananas. it from multiple angles. Uh, unfortunately, he does not get the win. Shinsuke mm-hmm. gets the win. Uh, with the after the table spot in the Kinshasa, and I'm a little here's the deal, right? They built Shinsuke up to challenge Seth mm-hmm. multiple times, he loses to Seth, but they're keeping him strong. He's having great matches, they're still they're still showcasing him. Uh, because because this new character change, this new heel turn, they want to keep showcasing this. I just don't know where do you go next, right? Because he can't pursue the Intercontinental Championship. Because we already have a heel with the Intercontinental Championship. Right. Maybe if someone takes it from Gunther, he could be next in line. It's just going to be hard to see if they can keep maintaining his mm-hmm. momentum while sure. he's not challenging for a championship. I hope so, because I am enjoying heel Shinsuke. And I, I, I really hope they keep Ricochet going with big matches like this because he proved that he could perform when you give him some time on TV. And I want more of that. Right. Really great match. I think it could also be a contender for match of the week that we're going to give out at the end of the show. Oh, for sure. And what I want to add, like from watching that match, when I look at Nakamura and I look at Ricochet, the first word I think of is it's smooth. They're so smooth. Like every little thing they, they do in the ring is just like, it's seamless. It feels like it's so nonchalant, but, but you can tell they're so like entwined with their craft that it's just so, it's seamless. Like, I was like, oh, they, it's like they were born to do this. When you watch Nakamura and Ricochet in that ring, it is such a beauty to watch. I feel like it was a great matchup because I feel like both wrestlers are very smooth in their techniques and how how they uh, how they put their moves together in each spots they get, they land into and how they interweave out of them. I thought was incredible and like I said, could be you know I don't I don't want to say it yet what the match of the week is, but it could be the match of the week for sure. Just to touch on what you said, I actually spoke. I had a good lengthy conversation after the match with Ricochet and. Mm. Uh, you know, me and him wrestled each other way back in 2015. He's kind of kept up with what I've been doing. And of course, I've been keeping up with what he's been doing. But I straight up told him there, blunt to his face, I said, that might have been your best match on TV. You killed it tonight. And he thanked me. And I told him, I was like, uh, because you're so smooth, because you can work with anybody, you can have a good match with anybody. Uh, I hope that they use you more. But you should know, like, that's where your value is, is having great matches like that. And I hope they see that and continue to do that. And uh he was very kind to me, and we had a really good talk. So it was good catching up with him after so long and not seeing each other. And I was just happy that I was there on a night where he shined so yeah. well. That had to be a great moment to see that you were there live to witness, like what you said, his best match on TV from your from your mouth. So that's a, had to be an incredible experience. To and the fact you got to talk to him about it is just icing on the cake. And um, I feel like you definitely cherished that moment, and he definitely cherished that moment. And I bet he had like a great night after that for sure because. That was incredible, and he should be very, very proud of himself. But I think uh, I think that's it for the big topics this week. So you want to get in some rapid fire? Yes, I want to touch on something real quick. Just saying, okay. hey, 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 guys, I, listen. Sometimes I, maybe you guys are gonna want some things to be in the big topics of rapid fire. We put this together. And we just mm-hmm. we go with all, how much we feel like we could talk about something and we just shoot them off. So I'm sorry if we don't touch on the things you want us to touch on. Make sure you tweet us with the hashtag lighten up bro pod. 
uh, if you feel like we should have touched on something else. I know someone someone last week said, hey, how y'all going to talk about Wrestle Dream and uh, Dynamite and not talk about John Moxley on commentary? And it was great. I should have talked about yeah. the insanity that was John Moxley on commentary. <laughs> that uh, was a joy. Fined left and, and right. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was such but, a joy and a half. Yeah, I agree. Let's get to these rapid fire topics. I'll try to touch on them. And then if you have anything to add, of course, chime in. All right, let's get right into it. We're going to start off with Emmy and Sheeta. What a match that was. That was a great, great match. So what do you want to say about that one? Oh, man. Uh, Emmy Sakuraba versus uh, versus uh, uh, Hikaru Sheeta on Dynamite. Really great match. Really great women's match. Great title eliminator match. Emmy mm-hmm. is 46 years old, right? She helped right. train so many great wrestlers in Japan. And I know how bad she wants to shine on American television in front of an American audience. The day I got released from AEW, she posted on Twitter this video where she had asked me one time at an AEW dark taping to help her with moonsaults. And she posted the clips of me helping her and her slow, moonsault slowly getting better and better and better until she hit it in an actual match the following week. And so I just know how much she loves wrestling and I know how much she just wants an opportunity to wrestle more on TV because she hasn't gotten that opportunity a lot. And so what did her and she to do? They went out there and they freaking killed it. Great women's match, incredible near falls in that match, showed how tough she is, showed how much their cardio uh, mm-hmm. is killer because I was blown up just watching some of those ending sequences. Uh, they made the most of their time and I'm happy for Emmy for sure. and I'm happy that she, we get to get a weekly dose of, uh, Hikaru Shida because she's great as the women's champion. Oh, yeah, I love Shida. And like I said, Emmy, 46 year old, still killing it. And uh, the one thing, the big takeaway from that match is chemistry. I feel like they had great, great chemistry. They knew knew each other so well in the ring. It, it was just like a dance in there. And they had a great, great showing. And I love to see it. So, yeah, they they pointed out on the on the broadcast, uh, Emmy helped train Shida. Yes. So, of course, Makes they've sense. had tons of matches and incredible chemistry. Incredible chemistry. All right. Now we got to talk about them. The boys, pretty deadly. Got, got, we got to talk. Got to talk about Pretty them. deadly returned on Friday Night SmackDown. Some people don't like it. A little mm-hmm. flamboyant, a little androgynous, a little dramatic. You know, <laughs> they're wearing the pink. They got the long, flowing, straight hair. They got the disco ball now. On their entrance, I'm all theatrics. about it. I'm all give about the me, theaters. I love it. Yes. Give me the showmanship. Give me the th- theater. I'm all about it. Unfortunately, um, uh, Elton Prince went down with an injury due mm-hmm. to to, uh, to Rich Holland, and so what do they do? They finally get their rematch. They finally return from injury. They get a big Hell old yeah. win win on SmackDown. I like this tag team. I like that we have some fresh tag teams in the mix now. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do. Give them TV time. Give them mic time. Let them shine. Let their uh, let them be as dramatic as they want to be. I'm all about Pretty Deadly, and I'm excited to see what their future holds. Yeah, I'm excited about it too. And like you said, I like that they're fresh. They're they're coming back together, and they had a great match. Had a great win. And like I said, put them all on TV. They're great, great with the mic. They're very, very funny, and I love it. Everyone loves to laugh, you know. We we always we all need to laugh, so they're perfect guys to do that. And uh, I'm having a great time. I know a lot of people have their opinions about them. Maybe they don't really care about. Maybe they're not as you know like happy or joyful when they watch them. But I am. They they put a smile on my face, so I'm glad they're on TV. And I mean, you know, they're doing their job as heels. They can yeah. be a little annoying, 
but I can see, yeah, sure. I respect it. Yeah, me too. All right, let's go on to we got we got a good story about this guy, Robert Stone. Let's get into Robert Stone. Robert Stone over on NXT, you know. Yeah. I uh he's been a manager now there for probably four or five years since pre-pandemic. Uh he came in and has been managing different people, mm-hmm. different women, different men over time. He got beat up by Braun Breaker. And what and what happens? He cuts an incredible promo talking about his so kids, good. talking about Braun, really fired me up, babyface style. And now mm-hmm. he's challenging Braun Breaker to a match at Halloween Heavy. Is it going to go well? Probably not. This man, Robert Stone, formerly known as Robbie E on Impact. He did mm-hmm. the gimmick with Cookie, you know, the Jersey Shore knockoff. Yeah. Uh, former Impact Tag Team Champion with Jesse Goddard's. Um, we actually did a seminar with did. Robbie E way back in 2014. And wow. we got to learn from him, do a match in front of him, do promos in front of him. Uh, mm-hmm. Very nice. He gave us his email and told us he would watch anything we ever wanted to watch. I was too scared to email him though way back then at the time. Uh, <laughs> For sure. But it's cool to see him finally get his first match in the WWE after all these years. You know, I didn't know he was still in shape. I didn't know if that was still his goal was to wrestle. But even if it's quick, even if Braun Breaker snaps him in half with that spear, mm-hmm. I thought the promo NXT was great. And I wanted to touch on it because he was so cool to us way back in the day. Yeah. And like I said, since it was way back in the day when we were first starting our wrestling careers, it's very like kind of personal to us because I think that's like when the first seminars were like done. Ever. Like when we were start, yeah, ever I want to say, and uh, just seeing him, it just feels I don't know why this. I, I got like a good nostalgic feeling from it, seeing him being the next T, and this this came this came full circle for him, and I, I do love that, and it's just great to see him. I'm glad he's there, and uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, we uh, got the touch, got the. Had the uh, you know, honor of uh the seminar, and that was very fun to see. And I, I'm stubborn because I'm like, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to remember like what exactly what I said in the promo. But he did like my promo. I do remember him. You're a very quiet guy outside yeah. of wrestling, and so I remember him saying, "Shocked to hear like, you turn it on." Yeah, because I was, I'm very shy usually. Like I don't really talk a lot, but when you the camera's yourself, on, yeah. when the camera's on, your boy. I go all out with my promos and I, I, I went for it and uh, he was really like very energetic and he's like, bro, that was really great. And that maybe that just like made me feel so good that he really liked the promo and that was awesome. So yeah, yep. shout Definitely out. Definitely going to be watching, going to be watching Halloween Havoc where also formerly known as Brian Pillman Jr. Shows oh, up yes. and debuts as Lexus King, you That's know, be fun. former coworker of mine. Hope he does well. Uh, yep. I'll be watching Halloween Havoc. And so we'll definitely cover it on the pod. What's of next? Course. What's next is your friend Archer. Got to talk about Lance. The murder hog monster Lance Archer. Not much to touch on here except he's back on my television screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Freaking lariating and elbowing and throwing people around with suplexes, hitting the big old blackout. He is underrated as all hell. He's an incredible person, and he puts on entertaining matches, and he should be on TV more. And I'm glad that we came back to Texas and they put him on TV because that's where he deserves to be. Put Lance Archer on my television screen. He deserves more. He's mm-hmm. he's in his forties, but still moves great. Still as intense as ever. Kicks ass. I he's like Lance. Shout out to Lance Archer. Shout him out. He's a monster. He did his thing, and I'm glad he's back as well. Warlow, another big man. Warlow coming out destroying Nick Nimeth. 
Not oh my god, Nick Nimeth. I'm so sorry. Not Nick. That's Dolph Ziggler, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yes. His brother Ryan Nimeth with Ryan. power bombs. Maybe in the future, Nick Nimeth shows up in AEW. Destroys destroys Nimeth with some power bombs. Gets interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Shows the mm-hmm. MJF he has written on his wrist, written on his wrist tape, mm-hmm. and then bumps into Schiavone, teasing a heel turn. You know, mm-hmm. MJF is babyface now. It makes sense right. that you want to do something different with his character. You know, he was a a babyface, and his TNT title run wasn't, you know, talked about highly. Uh, so it's good to see him back on TV, and it's good to see maybe a different character direction. It's one of those wait-and-see type things. But possible he'll turn for Wardlow. Interested in a new direction. Yep. We'll see. I'm interested as well. Very possible he'll turn, and um, hopefully World World. World, world all takes the takes the takes the ball and runs with it, and I believe he will. Here we go to the next uh, rapid fire. We got Darby is back, and we got Sting as well announcing uh, retirement. His last match is gonna be a uh, Revolution twenty twenty four. He says, "Yeah, I mean, I knew it was coming soon enough. Even way back when I was still in AEW, there was talk of like Sting's ready to wrap it up. Sting's ready to retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done a lot of things he wanted to do, and I." He's already given enough. If he never came to AEW, he's given enough. But he's given us some all-time moments, jumping off of all these high-ass things, going through tables, (laughs) taking crazy-ass moves, uh, and giving us some fun moments. It's good to see. You know, some people say Sting is a nostalgia act, but it hits me right in the nostalgia feeling every time. Give me Mm -hmm. that pop-up, beating the chest. I love it. And I want to cherish every moment we get. Hopefully, he wrestles in full gear so we get a couple more Sting performances before – for, for Revolution 2024. Uh, Darby's back since Wrestle Dream, since the mm-hmm. Nick Wayne turn, and he got a, a receipt, got some color. I don't know if that belt shot was hard as hell, but <laughs> freaking Darby got the receipt. Yes, he did. And uh, there's a touch on uh, Sting just one more time. I want to piggyback on just cherishing his like last moments wrestling. It's going to be uh, awesome to see the journey. The journey so far, him being in AEW, just seeing that his whole run in AEW didn't think he can do these things. And he just proved everyone wrong. He's like, no, I can still do this. Like, and it's just been so remarkable to see a lot of people's like sting. Why are you, why are you jumping off this? Like you too old. It's like, nah, like sting can do this. And he proved so many people wrong. And I love that for him. And it's going to be, it's going to be a sad, sad time to see him officially leave, you know, officially retire, but it's been such a great, great ride seeing him wrestle all over these years. And uh, I just want to say that, so moving on, real quick, Jade. real quick. Wait, wait. Right hey, before, okay. right before we we move on, Sting. Yeah. Right around Revolution time, will be maybe turning sixty five years old. So he'll be 60, nearly sixty five. So that. I hope 65. I move. Let alone wrestle at sixty five. I just hope I can move as good as that man at sixty five. He's That's given true. us over forty years worth of great wrestling content. So mm-hmm. I just want to throw out that age there because it's insane to think about. Yeah, it's very insane. Got you got got put that stamp there and let people know like this man is 65 years old and still wrestling at a pretty decent level, I'll say. So he's been doing great in the in the ring. And, and I know a lot of people like like I said, going back to it, you know, jumping off the uh in going through tables and stuff, and all it's like, ah, whatever. But Sting's been proving y'all wrong, man. He's been still doing his thing, and I, I always love watching Sting wrestle and, and like I said, go cherish it. Now like I said, we're going to move on to Jade Cargill. Nothing too big to talk to about Jade Cargill. You know, mm-hmm. old friend of mine from AEW. I got to talk to her both at Raw and SmackDown this week. 
And, you know, she's testing the waters where she wants to end up. She was on NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. She Everywhere she goes, she captures people's attention. She had a face-to-face with Charlotte. She had a face-to-face with Becky. She showed up saying it's almost time on NXT. I'm excited to see where she ends up. If she does end up in NXT, I can see her going on a run similar to the one she had at AEW of being undefeated, winning championships. And if she decides to make her way to the main roster, her and Charlotte had a crazy stare down. Could that be another WrestleMania match at WrestleMania 40? We will see. Only time will tell. But big shout out to Jay Cargill. She's the best. She works hard. She loves wrestling. And I can't wait to see what's next for her. Yeah, big shout out to Jade. I had the pleasure of uh, being at the Nightmare Factory around her to see how she works, and she is a very hard, hard worker. And uh, I'm very excited for her to be in WWE and excited to see her growth and all the matches coming up for her that I like the dream matches that she can have that I'm excited for her to uh, to have. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready to see some Jade Cargill matches on WWE, on WWE television. It's gonna be fun. All right. Last but not least, we gotta talk about Carmelo. Oh, yes, Carmelo Hayes. I forgot he was on the list of rapid fires. Yeah. Uh, Carmelo Hayes won a, a three-way match between him and Dijak and uh, Brandon Corbin, and now he is the number one contender yep. for the NXT Championship. Once again, rematch with Dragunov at probably Halloween Havoc. I, they had a banger the first time around. I think it's good that Carmelo gets a rematch. We'll see them run it back hmm. at, at Halloween Havoc. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be very fun. And but I actually did skip one. I just realized I skipped one, but it's not it's not a big big one. But we do need to talk about Kenny and Fletcher's match. Oh snap! Another yeah. potential yeah, match no, of the great. week. Yes, yeah. Kenny I, I did skip over that, but I missed it. But yeah, we gotta talk about that. Kenny, I know we're running later than I would like to, but Kenny Omega versus Kyle Fletcher. Kyle Fletcher, a tag team wrestler. Him uh, in the United Empire with Ozzy Open and Mark Davis. Unfortunately. At Wrestle Dream, Mark Davis injured his wrist, and so it's allowed Kyle to be uh, on his own for a little bit. We saw him in a mm. tag match with Takeshita. We saw him wrestle Danielson on on a collision. We saw him wrestle. There was one more singles he had recently that is escaping my mind. And then now this week, we saw him wrestle one-on-one with Kenny Omega. I said it last week when I was talking about Danielson being the goal. At any moment, Kenny Omega can step up and go on a run and take back the best in the world moniker. And he wanted to remind everybody of that last Definitely. night on on Dynamite. He killed it. And I think that's a testament to Kyle, too, because when you can keep mm-hmm. up with one of the best in the world and hold exactly. your own and show that you can go, uh, it was very fun to match. There was this one near fall where Kenny hit him with a reversed mm-hmm. Rana, a poison Rana, and then he hits him with a uh, – it's more of a verse run, a, a power bomb, and a V trigger, all back to back to back. And I thought the match was over, so and the kick out was crazy, yeah. crazy near fall, crazy near fall. So definitely could go down as a, as a, as a the match of the week for some that people. That is a perfect is. Uh, perfect segue because we're going right into the match of the week. We have got Gunther and Bronson, Brian Dennis versus Christian. We just talked about Kenny and Fletcher. Ricochet, Nakamura, a lot, a lot of great. I would even put, I would even put Jay and Cody versus the Judgment Day. Oh yeah, 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 match yeah, up sure. there as well. That was. However, that I was can't great. pick five bangers on the five list bangers. this week. I'm gonna let you choose. What is your okay. match of the week for the Lighten Up Bro podcast? Match of the week for me, I would say I have to go with. Uh, I just might recently bias because I just watched it uh, a few hours ago. But Kenny and Fletcher, that match was just such a banger in my eyes and. Kenny, once again, like you said, 
Might be taking that goat status from Brian Danson. Like he's got, he's got to have a few more. He's got to have a few yeah, more singles know, before I, I can give it to him. I know, but I'm just saying, Kenny, man, he, he he's that dude. And uh, Fletcher, always. I, I want to shout out Fletcher as well. Like he did amazing. The selling Fletcher was doing in that match, the visceral, the the hits he was making, the connections. This sounded like everything he did. Every movie hit was such a big pop, and uh, I love that for him. And like you can tell how polished Fletcher is and how polished Kenny is, and it was such a great match. And I want to see more single matches with a Fletcher. To be honest, so I cannot. It's wait. only going to raise the stock. Yeah, it's only going to raise his stock. Even when Mark Davis comes back, it's only going to make them bigger as I open. Just yes. like Dante Martin did with Darius back in the day and made Top Flight bigger. It's going to make Ozzy Open bigger. Uh, but no you guys, let us know in the comments on Twitter. On Instagram, what's your match of the week? That's something we're going to pick every yes. week here on the Lighten Up Brother podcast. Uh, another thing we're going to do every week on the Lighten Up Brother podcast is in the podcast by spotlighting a independent talent, someone who's an independent wrestler on the indies that we feel like needs to be spotlighted. Maybe you don't know about him. Maybe you should know about him. Uh, and this week, I want to spotlight the wrestler named Mysterious Q. He trained at Reality of Wrestling in Houston with Booker T, one of Booker T's guys. He has been wrestling around Texas and traveled uh, the country doing different shows, but mostly he's been spotlighted in Texas. I've got the pleasure of wrestling him, wrestling him before. We have a great match on YouTube together. You can go find Fuego Dust Over some Steers Q, but he recently just got injured, uh, and he's mm-hmm. going to be out for six, seven months, and my heart breaks for him because I also experienced an injury earlier this year. So I want you guys to go support him. Go hit him with the follows. Go check out his stuff. Maybe buy a piece of merch to help the man out. Uh, he's also got to go fund me up for surgery costs and such. Uh, easy to find. Mysterious Q, you're the man. Just to keep your head up, bro. Yeah, I love it. My heart goes out to him as well. Injuries, never a good thing. And it always sets you back. But I know he's going to come back even stronger because Mysterious Q, I had a, I know you talked to me about him. No, you talked you talk to me about him because, you know, you wrestled before and y'all had a great match. As well. and I think I watched that match. You showed me. And uh, y'all killed it. And. Yeah, I just really hate that uh, that happened to him. He was on like a good tear right there, and sucks that it kind of has to stop for a minute. But setback, it's just a setback. Yeah, this is setback, yeah. But I'm sure he'll be back stronger than ever. But for me, my uh, indie wrestler I want to highlight this week is uh, Casey Navarro. I got to. He's been the man for a while now, and uh, I just want to shout him out because he is the Warrior World Championship. Has it around his waist, defeated with Ospreys in UK. He's doing going to all these different countries, defending the belt, killer promos. I just recently saw a promo he did uh, today, and then like I don't know if it was today when we recorded, but anyway, someone retweeted it. It was so good. His matches are great. A guy I really really look up to because I feel like every time I watch his matches, his cardio is just off the chain. Next level. I, next level. He. It's like he. It's like it's seamless. Like he's he's moving like a hundred miles a minute, and it's like he's like not even breaking a sweat out there. And uh, it's just so fascinating to watch him wrestle because I, I really do love his uh, work ethic. I think he's been doing great things, and always been doing great things. Uh, like I said, one of the uh, wrestlers I've been looking up to uh, for a long time, and uh, I'm glad that he's getting his shine right now. He's got the belt around his waist. He's defending it everywhere. Big shout out to Casey Navarro. Love you, bro. Keep doing your thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Big shout push. out to the Warrior World Champion, Warrior Wrestling yes. World Champion. Yes, Casey Navarro. He's defended against some big names. Took it all around the country. Uh, a match I really want. Me and him both want it. Me versus Fuego yes. Del Sol versus Casey dope. Navarro. It needs to be booked. 
I know he just defended the title against uh, uh, in, a, in a big match uh, at the show they had in Indiana. But shout out to Casey. Keep doing your thing on social media, always making himself look good, always cutting big promos, doing big things. It's a good way to end the podcast by shouting yes. out Casey Navarro this week. And you Let know, us know. He will right. always be truly blessed. Yes, yes truly blessed. Truly blessed Casey Navarro. Let us know if you go check out these two independent wrestlers. Let us know what you think of them in the comments below or on Twitter with the hashtag Lighten Up Bro Pod. Uh, I am Fuego Del Sol. Find me on social media at Fuego Del Sol or at Fuego Del Sol underscore. He is the assassin, AK-47. Find him at, at the assassin, AK-47, or at the assassin, AK, on some platforms. I put out a new YouTube video this week. Go check it out. And uh, we can't wait to see you next week on the Lighten Up Brother podcast. Hey, remember, slow down. Don't get angry. Wrestling's supposed to be fun.